I'm going to put my feet up. Nice people. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, I like that, Mike. You're fucking chill. <laughs> yeah, I got this cool Why chair. Um, I'm on the 54th floor. And welcome to another episode of the Dicey <laughs> Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz and in Las Vegas. And I'm yes. here with my partners, Jeremy Brown. You know it. You can find me at Dynasty Madman. Always happy to be here, Mike. Oh, cool. And Shane Manila. Hi. At Shane is the worst. You know, it's so funny. So, like, I made that joke. I said, I'm in Vegas. I'm here uh, at the Cosmopolitan. You guys can see the stadium. It's really cool. Um, I had to go to Whole Foods to go get some stuff for my brother's room. And I drove right by the stadium. And, I mean, it was just outside. But it's so much cooler on TV. (laughs) I mean, I didn't yeah, go inside to it. But, well, yeah, but you, you didn't go in the stadium. No, I That's just drove by it. But is. when you see it on TV, it just looks so cool. Yeah. And when you drive by it, it doesn't look as cool. Well, it's just an empty – I mean, there's no games playing, so it's just an empty building on the side of the road. I know, but I'm just saying. So, <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You, and there's a lot of empty stuff around here. But you know what's weird? So, like I said, I'm here in Vegas. We're doing this. It's Thursday night. But – it seems like we've already recorded for like 10 hours this week because we did I know. <laughs> we did Pat's show on Tuesday. Right. And uh, uh, Shane, I saw somebody make a joke in the group me chat where it said, wow, it's impressive that Shane would sit through 45 minutes of a podcast. And then I wanted to say, oh, yeah, well, he sat through three hours on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it was all. <laughs> was it Shane, how many hours? You, it was long. How many hours you have in now, Shane, this week? Speaking of which. Um... I did the fantasy pros and that was like a hundred, Jesus Christ. That was um, an hour and 10 minutes. Um, we obviously did uh, with Pat. That was about two and a half hours, right? Yeah, it was a little bit longer. The reason I say that is because we talked with them for a little bit and then we took a break in between the two episodes and then we talked to him a little bit afterwards. So we, we were then, with him for over three hours. And then fantasy intervention, we did a mock draft last night and of course that ran long. So that was like an hour and 20 minutes. And then, however, tonight, and then um, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and however, so, tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. but so the, Thanks for coming, guys. We're done. <laughs> We're done. See you next week. You know, it, it was so much fun, though, doing Pat's show because it was, like, different. Different than what we usually do when we do other people's shows. Right. And um, he wanted to, like, like, we didn't only talk about fantasy football and dynasty we we talked about us and we talked about how we started and how we met each other and all of that and it was fun it was it was the kind of thing that you know we don't do a lot of um we we've referenced and mentioned some of the things in the past but even like when we have our big anniversary ep- episodes we don't really talk about it too much it's it's those kinds of things it was fun it was fun to kind of think about what he was asking us and answer I like when Shane gave his answer about how we met and then you gave your answer how we met. And then Pat's like, man, you guys, it's like a love letter to each other. There, there's no, <laughs> there's no conflict was, yeah. or anything. <laughs> that's what, that's what he said, but it's yeah. mostly good, man. What are you going to say? So if you haven't heard it yet, go over there and look, listen, what, what Shane? Uh, no, well, cause you're, you're in, um, you're in Vegas. Yes. Um, so I was just looking through the Twitter and it, I got a Twitter bit that I wanted to bring up and you can explain it to me when we get there. <laughs> okay. okay. We'll do <laughs> that when we get to Twitter bits, but before we get to anything else, we have to talk about our sponsor campus to Canton. Mm-hmm. 
Campus to Canton, um, C2C leagues are all the rage, um, as they should be. Um, it's like playing in a Devi league. Um, it's exactly like playing in a Devi <laughs> league, except that your Devi players are scoring points for you because mm-hmm. they're playing in the college uh, part of the, the league while your NFL players are playing during the regular season. Um, so it's all the rage. Um, and if you're looking for a website that actually um, covers this and covers it better than anyone else, what you want to do is you want to go ahead and uh, hit up campusdecanton.com. Use promo yep. code H. So what do they have? What do they have on their site? They have deep college rankings. They have freshmen. Um, They have a bunch of articles. They have a ton of podcasts, um, strategy articles, which is, I mean, really stuff like that's important. And rankings um, are super important to see because honestly, it's still a new, new niche. If I'm saying that word correctly. Yes. Um, So if you want to get ahead of people. Yeah. My auntie, if you want to, and my auntie plays in C2C leagues. Um, and she actually, yeah, she signed up for campus and used promo code uh, HQ. Um, she did try to get a free subscription. I told them not to give her one. I told them to make her use the promo code, which she did. Um, so that was exciting. She, we're doing a C2C league family one, uh, me and my aunt, a couple other relatives. And uh, that's cool. only problem with that is there. Yeah, they're all going to be uh, – they're all subscribing to Campus Canton, so they're all going to be good it. at it. Um, so I'm going to have to find some other edge. So luckily, I, I you know, we know the owners there too. I might have to speak to them on some one-on-one uh, basis, um, see if they can give me some uh, tips um, not available on the website. But hey, I want us to do one of our listener leagues with Campus to Canton at heart. I want to do that. Oh, I do too. I definitely, definitely. And just a reminder, Campus Canton doesn't host the leagues. They right. just they teach you how to you know win the leagues and they're awesome they're awesome leagues um, Felix Sharp's over there great dude really smart guy uh, great podcast great articles great rankings great charts and tools so check them out campusdecanton.com. Awesome. awesome yeah and it's funny too Jeremy you talk about one of the listener leagues we are going to do an HQ six and we're getting ready to do a dispersal in HQ one this week right. Yes, we are. We have three new owners queued up, excited, champing at the bit. We just have to, and everything's pretty much ready. We just have to kick it off when we're uh, when we're ready. So soon, a couple awesome. of days. You know, one of the things we talked about with Pat, um, he was asking us about what we think is the optimal uh, settings for a dynasty league and the the amount of people in it, the amount of rosters. I think one of the funniest things was when Shane said what he thought was the. <laughs> the optimal roster size. And then when we asked if he had any leagues with that roster size and he was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, he's a, what was that shame? What did you say? 25. Yeah, we need to do 25. it. But do you want to, you want to know part of that is uh, part of that? Why? Because like, just think about me, like as a content creator, like I've worked on waiver wire articles, pretty much the entirety of my, my fantasy football create content yeah, creator. Every career, year right? you do it. Yeah. Somewhere. Right. You know what I mean? Whether, it's uh, I've done uh, last year I did uh, fantasy data I've done fantasy pros I've done obviously um, the old site that we're at um, and I did uh, DLF filling in for Addison a couple times so I, I, I come from it from a place of just pure pain 
of looking at who's available in dynasty leagues and going, Oh my God, if, th- if this is a deep, like if this is, these are deep leagues, I know these guys aren't available. So let me just go down the next three tiers and go, yeah, uh, they, they signed this homeless guy from, uh, <laughs> from, <laughs> from Florida state. He's a UDFA. Yeah. Pick him up. Oh, but, but, but th- because, 25-man rosters, the, the waivers still have players. Yeah, and then also first few weeks of the season, you're kind of excited to write it because there's still something yeah. to get off of the waiver wire. And then as the season wears on, you're just like, oh, my God, drudgingly. Although, like, <laughs> although Mike, Mike lies and Mike thinks that apparently there's people to pick up on the waiver wire all year long. There is. There's people to pick Trey up Raggis all year long. Trey doesn't count. Do what? Trey Ragus does not count. <laughs> Listen, we, especially with COVID, we we had so many people that ended up on IR week to week, hour to hour. So there was always somebody you could pick up. I'm not saying there's always an A plus player on on the waiver, but there's always somebody. But look, the reason I brought it up, the reason I said that is Jeremy. I was thinking about it. So for HQ six, why don't we do that? You know, he he says that's the optimal setting. He doesn't have any leagues that way. So why don't we do that? So why don't we do it like yeah, yeah. as a, like sure. a fourteen team league with a twenty five man roster? And uh, what yeah, because we- I think twelve is too is too simple. Sixteen we know is too much. Thirty five is it's too heavy. Thirty, you're getting closer. I'm fine with twenty five. That's going lean, lean and mean. Yeah, Mike, I like it. And we and we haven't done that. So teams works. So what we'll do is in the next week or so, we'll figure out the logistics of it, and then we'll make an announcement during the show on how people can get in on that league. You know, and I just thought it was funny because he said that was his optimal thing, and he doesn't have one, so we might as well make one for him. So well, I appreciate it because I don't, I don't, I don't have any. Uh, FF, no, even FFPC, the FFPC leagues I was in, it's 20, right? Yeah, yeah. and he, 16 just, keepers, it's so which, annoying. Yeah, which was way too few. It's like, it's no, I need, I need more spots. Like, I can't take a shot. 25 is like, there's good because there's still going to be meat on the bone on the waiver wire, and you have to make decisions. And that's the other thing is we need to make sure we tighten up the IR rules. Uh, I know in one of our HQ leagues, we have unlimited IR. All of we them, to, we have unlimited uh, IR. Yeah, we need to get rid of that. Screw oh, well. That. Make COVID was think. part of the reason, man. COVID was, was the too reason. too annoying to try to manage. Oh, put in your, go ahead and put in your substitute players this week and those kinds of things. I mean, really, the, be- the best thing you can do is what Mike did in the HQ leagues, and that's to just increase the, su- what else are you going to do? It was a pandemic, and we didn't know, and it was definitely the right move in 2021. Yeah. I well, mean, now- 2020, the first year of it, and then yeah. last year, you know, maybe it was excessive at times, but like, there's really no alternative. You'd have to micromanage so many things if you don't do that. Next year, since players no longer have to get tested and they can just self-certify that they're fine. Is that how it's going to work? I'm good. Is that how it's going to work? I'm playing. We're not going to go through all the same shit we just did. That's how. That's what they did by the end of the season. It was just like, hey, just self-report. Like, if you have the COVID, could you just honor You're right, system? the playoffs. The playoffs, yeah. it was like, no, all of a sudden, COVID was no longer an issue. Yeah. It, I can't wait till it really is no longer an issue. Um, so, but now, there was one other thing you wanted to talk about, but I think before we talk about what you wanted to talk about, why don't you talk, go back to the Twitter bits you, meant, you mentioned. Oh, What good. were some so, of your Twitter bits? So, you're in Vegas, so you can help me understand this. Um, <laughs> okay. Just so, because I'm here, but good. Looking at PFF bet, which whatever it's ah. PFF, so you know they're usually troll uh, tweets. But um, it's according to at Bovada, Bovada, Russell Wilson is plus seven hundred to be the next quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
But what, 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 do you think that even sounds like a good bet? Like, why yeah. would you bet I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up with the Raiders, you know, that, something that's, like that. That's one of those, like, oh, it has to be a sure thing. So that's like one of those <clears throat> fan duel bets where it's like, oh, well, Joe Burrow, step on the field this week. And you're like, yes, <laughs> you've won $3. And you bet, yeah, I, that's a terrible, I, 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 yeah, why would you make that He's bet? probably going to be in Seattle. He could be in Denver, Pittsburgh, Las Vegas, New Orleans, or Chicago. You kind of have to think where, you know, honestly, Seattle or Denver make just as much sense to me. Like, where does he want to go? Because he's one of those guys that, like, that's going to make a big difference. Does he want to go to Philadelphia? I don't, I don't know. You know, you know what's funny about that? Like, I, I used to come to Vegas regularly in January. Every time I would come, it was always around the playoff time. So yeah. when I did gamble, I would always gamble, like, the prop bets. Like, who would score sure. the first touchdown and who would, you know. And fun then you Yeah, yeah and then fun. you do the parlay thing where you, you have, like, five bets. Like and you bet, and five, yeah, yeah, and you, you bet, like, ten bucks and you win a thousand, you know. And here's the other thing, and I know this probably, um, if you look at the show sheet, you guys will see this, and if you're not on this show, then you can't see the show sheet. But just look at it. Look at <laughs> so the three of at, us. Yeah, look at PFF Bet's tweet about this. Um, they photoshopped Russell Wilson in the Eagle um, jersey. He oh. doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's, I don't think he's going to be an Eagle. So that doesn't look good, bet. right? Yeah, I can see no. it. I can see the picture right now, and yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah, like he doesn't like that. Looks on. He looks uncomfortable. Like the face he's making, the jersey doesn't look like it. It's fitting him right. Like he just, I, I don't see the fit. Like literally, physical. I don't see the fit. Well, what, well, you're our resident Eagles fan. What would you think about that though? I would you be happy? Oh, you don't want no. It. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. I'm pretty sure he does. Russell Wilson. Uh, look, I yeah, obviously I, I've made it plain. I don't like Russell Wilson, right? But Russell Wilson is a. He needs to go to a team that's a, a piece away from like winning the Super Bowl. I think Denver. Denver makes sense. And to me, Pittsburgh. Too. Like you know what I mean? Like you just plop them in there. The offenses are fully baked. Um, I don't. I don't think the Eagles are that. And plus, the Eagles' defense is they need the defense needs a lot of help. Like there's a reason that every dra- mock draft you look at, they're taking at least two uh, defensive players in the first round. And if not, and some mock drafts are taking three. You know, and it's funny too because football's over right now. So if you go down into the sports book here at the hotel, you know they're talking about other sports. I wonder where you even place that bet about Russell Wilson. Like, is Nevada, it just Nevada? Nevada. So it's not at one of the sports books at one of the hotels. Oh, I bet book. you could. I bet you could. They're, they they take um, early on. They they take bets on who's going to win the Super Bowl, like next. Well, year. yeah, the Super Bowl. But I mean, betting on whether a, a player is going to go to another team. I'm just saying. I don't know where you would make place that bet. Anyways, it, it, you know what was really funny? We were in uh, Pensacola last weekend, and the driver that was driving Greg and I over to the convention was on the phone taking placing <laughs> placing bets with people. He was a bookie. <laughs> He's for, a bookie for and people. an Uber and, and, and a driver. Yeah, exactly. He's diversifying. Come it on. was so funny. I was like, are, are you like a bookie? And he goes, yeah, I'm, I, I'm on the side. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Hey, so, he's got a bunch of hustles going. Good for him. Really, all, all side hustle. Every one of them. But um, yeah, I'm not sure how that works here. But uh, it is interesting because this is the kind of stuff we did last year and the year before and the year before. During the off season, it's like every day 
day or every couple of days or whatever, a new little blurb will pop up and somebody will say, oh, this guy's going this place, this guy. And then everybody starts talking about it. And then by the time the season starts, 90% of the stuff never, ever happens. Oh, it's all, yeah, it's all, it's all silly season. Like all you see is reports of what beat reporters think might happen somewhere. It's like, dude. Yeah. Like I, I, I heard today they were saying that, uh, uh, Tampa Bay is Bruce Arians is happy with Blaine Gabbert going into the season as the quarterback. No, he's not. That's a lie. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's happy with Blaine Gabbert, even his wife. No, oh my God. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I don't know his marital status, but I definitely don't want him as my starting. You don't want him on your fantasy team. There's no. no way they want him in Tampa. Maybe in the USFL. Yeah. There you go. Hey, we were watching the USFL week. draft while we, we weren't were on watching that show. it. It was on. It was on Twitter. Well, Let's not pretend it was on television. Well, I didn't mean. <laughs> I meant we were watching it scroll live on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but, so speaking of the USFL, uh huh. The the NFL combines this week, right? Yes. And that was the topic um, we were going to talk about. You don't have any well, more Twitter we, bits? No more. Yeah, I don't like the other one. Oh. Um, <laughs> All right, then let's go so, into the combine then. So, I, you know, and obviously we have a couple of players we want to talk about that we're excited <laughs> to see. But first, I thought since we just talked about the USFL, why don't we talk about some future USFL players? Um, oh guys that, you know, uh, two years ago were like Debbie Darlings. And now you go through and you're like, oh, my God, he's still playing football and he's in this class. Yeah, you right. called it. What did you say it was the uh, what did you label it when you were talking about the Debbie? Broken hearted Debbie dreams or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> broken Debbie dreams. That's it. You know, I know you two guys like Debbie. I've made it clear on the show that Love I don't it. like Debbie. But uh, so so Jeremy. Who is a big one that was supposed to be great by this time right now? I don't mean like in the NFL great. I mean through de the Devi process that by now he was supposed to be good and he's just not. And he's going to go to the USFL. Or the oh, XFL. Oh, going to go to the USFL? <laughs> oh, he well, might he's joking. Someday. Shane's joking. He, we don't know for sure. But I mean like is there somebody over the last three years in Devi that was supposed to be amazing and now going into this season he's not even going to get drafted? Yeah. I'm not going to say Max Borgie because he's going to get drafted. It's Max Borgie. <laughs> Max Borgie because, look, Max Borgie, after his like, sophomore season, he, my dude had 86 The next Christian McCaffrey. Bullshit. And he's white. And he's yeah. white. That's why they so, say Yep. And that's why everybody was on him. Like, he's the new CMC. And I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I bought into a little bit because I'm like, Jesus Christ, 86 <laughs> receptions, you know what I mean, in his sophomore season. And, Change uh, in the offense and dude dropped off radar dude, and his yeah. yards per carry went down. Everything went down, really. He didn't catch yeah. the ball anymore. Yeah. It uh, ended up with 16 receptions last year in 12 games. Horrible. But, Jeremy, you said he is going to get drafted, though. So, where do you, is it going to be like day seven or, no, or not day seven, I, round seven? I, I honestly <laughs> don't know. <laughs> round seven. I didn't mean day round seven. Round seven, day seven. <laughs> day seven I, for sure. I'm going to be here for the draft. I'll be sitting in my hotel room. It's day seven of the draft. Oh, I no. forgot you are going there. No, I, I mean yeah, the round seven. I can't seven. tell you where he's going to get drafted. No, no idea. But there's so many running backs in this class. I can't imagine he's going to get drafted that highly after his last season, you know, after the last year and he was he was a lot of hype let's say that but the quarterbacks i think most of them that well we we don't have a great quarterback class but those guys have been 
this year's class have been a disappointment overall. I mean, there are some guys that have risen above, you know, the big names and stuff, but like, I don't, I just don't see, um, that's the biggest disappointment yeah. you remember. for me in the class is just the quarterbacks. There's not really a, in super flex. You're going to be like, man, what am I going to get with pick one Oh eight? You know, remember Brock Purdy. Yeah, I do. I used yeah. to think Brock Purdy was going to be something. He's in this draft. <laughs> See, and that's the thing, you <laughs> know, right now, right now, if we you listen forgot. to, if you listen to fantasy football podcasts, people are all talking about who this rookie is going to be this, this rookie. So we decided to go the opposite direction and talk about the ones that people thought were going to be. And now here we are. And now we don't think they're going to be in there at all. You know, I we still ca- think they're, the first round can be valuable. If you have a first round pick, you're going to get a, a good player and stuff like that. I mean, you have tight ends in this class that are valuable <laughs> as hell. You know, Jalen Wiedermeyer, you had no really. You, there are players that are gonna that are gonna pan out, but it's not necessarily many of the guys that we. And it's a good question you asked that we thought you know just even a year ago were were gonna be highly sought after, and that's for sure the quarterbacks. Um, and a lot of running backs are just kind of like in a tier by themselves where you're just like kind of like, man, I'll get one later. Not not that they're bad, just that like why you're not going to reach on one of those guys. Yeah, Shane, you know you both good wide receivers in this class. Though. You both can mentioned make, the same can, guy, but. Can I, yeah. But can I make fun of one more player? Well, that's what I was just yes. going to say. Because you both yeah. you both laughed about the same guy. So that's where I was going to go to you, Shane. Say, do you have somebody else other than that guy? Okay. So this guy has been in college um, as long as this podcast has been on. <laughs> <laughs> A decade? Six, six years. Uh, uh, <laughs> Derek King. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember Derek yeah. King? Quar- quarterback Derek King, yeah. So wait a second. Yeah. So he's been around for a long too. time, and you guys are saying that in the Devi world he was a hot commodity? At I, one I, point. I, I don't know if he was hot. He's more like a speculative, like speculative, he yeah, could break early out. On. Yeah. Maybe in his uh, junior season. His not, not, it wasn't a true junior season. But he, he had three freshman years. Or excuse <laughs> yeah. me, th- three senior seasons. Sim- yeah, the Three injuries and then the years would have been weird. COVID. <laughs> it would have yeah. been, yeah. But it was because of COVID and an injury. Well, he, so, like, he got the – go ahead. Yeah, he had two freshman years. He had one junior and then three senior years. Wow. I don't think that's – those designations don't work correctly. <laughs> so <laughs> and so he – but so are the is, – is he in the draft? Is he in the NFL draft? He's, he's, at the, he's invited to the Combine. Oh, he's invited to the Combine. Oh, okay. So that's what you're doing. You're going over some of the Combine names. And that just, starts this weekend? Is that what you said? Next week. Next, next weekend. Week. So um, like eight days. March 1st or the 7th. So exactly a week from today, if, assuming that's how um, work, weeks work. It just seems to nice. me, I know we, we, we comment about it every year, like, oh, this is a great class or, oh, this is a bad class. But it really feels like to me that – this seems like everybody is down on this draft class. You know, everybody's talking about, hey, if you can get 2023 20, picks, go for it. Hey, if you can uh, move mm-hmm. as up as high up as you can, go for it. No, well, the problem with moving up in this draft is that's not going to help. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I mean, honestly, it after might you, help to move down, to be honest. After you, yeah, after you get past uh, Brees Hall, and Traylon Burks and I well, what range is that? Miller. What is that? One hundred one to one hundred three is about where I, I is that, that it? Is about, yeah. yeah, I'm a little more optimistic than that, and I've heard this, and it's not you know I I've actually moved twenty twenty three picks just this week, two different leagues for uh, twenty 
2023 picks I moved for, you know, the upcoming draft picks in 22. Oh. Because in both of those leagues, I want to improve my team now. And as funny as that is, I mean, this all draft classes kind of ebb and flow. You know, there's uh, in waves like, you know, you have a better class slightly and a worse class. And then we've gone in into drafts thinking we have a great class and then it hasn't panned out in the NFL. And we've gone into drafts where, yeah, meh. And then it's been a little better than we expected. I think we're going to see that. It's just that you better go prepared into this draft. And draft capital is going to matter a lot, of course. You're going to have to know these these players. Um, wide receiver, I, I'm happy to draft a wide receiver in the first round of this draft. I think I'm going to get a, a good player. Running backs, like I said, iffy. Quarterbacks, everybody's all over the map on quarterbacks. I don't know myself who are the good quarterbacks in this class yet. I know some of these guys to me are very overrated. Like I still think Sam Howell never lived up to potential. Coral is just okay. I I think that, but I think that when these guys are drafted, it's going to make a difference. And yeah, Coral's maybe the, the head of the class. And that's, that's saying a lot for this class. Um, I think that uh, you know we'll we'll find out that it's not as bad as people think. I gotta be honest with you. I think it's going to be just as bad as we all think. And I can't. I, the classes, Mike. You know, they they say all the oh, you need to move your twenty twenty two picks for twenty twenty three. It's going to be a great class. They always it's say an it's going to be a year great. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get that twenty twenty three pick at, maybe after I play in the title game. This year. Uh, I'll trade and give one. No, you can always get picks. No. I, I, I see where you're coming from, but I'm not willing to like the opportunity cost for me to wait another year and two months to use that pick is big for me in most of my leagues. It is. I mean, it's, it's I'm fine time. with it because time's gonna time's gonna pass anyway, whether I have that pick or not. Every class, way. man. These kids but are that good class, every not, class. Not com- not the, not telling you this class. The more I look at it, I'm like, if I don't have anything, if I don't have the 101 through the 103, maybe the 104, if it's super flex, I'll I'll, I'll risk it on Malik Wells. Um, so like 104. After that, I'm just like ah. Uh, I don't want to have to draft any of these guys where I'm going to be forced to draft. Like at 107, I don't want to have to make that pick. I hear like, you, and you're not wrong, but honestly, I'm happy with drafting in the top 10 of this class. I, there are definitely 10 players in this class on offense, and you'll be fine with any of them. There's well, a, let's, let's talk about well, one, wait, wait. One, one or two players. Oh, Hold I'm on. Sorry. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine that you could talk about the one or two players. I just had one last question about this, and it's what I was about to say a minute ago. Um, when we talk about this right now, obviously, we're talking pre-draft. Do you mm-hmm. think that there could be a big shift in your thoughts once they're drafted, you know, like there was players where, where we didn't care that much about them. And then they were like the first running back drafted. I can't even remember that guy's name. Oh, well, I guess, it was, well, it well, even, first, even, yeah. no, but even C C E H remember when nobody really cared that much about him. Then he was the first running back taken. Then all yeah, of a sudden, he was like everybody, my sixth rank running back. Right. right. And then year. everybody loved him. And then everybody was down on it. It's went up and down, but I'm saying when you're saying all this about these players now, they're, they're not drafted yet. So I was just wondering if is um, landing spot going to make a difference for some of these players or it's, is it still meh now and after drafted? For me, it's going to be meh now and after. I, I hope that the draft capital makes <clears throat> makes some people higher on this class than they were beforehand. Like I, I completely hope they do because I just want to kick all these picks down the road. Um 
because I, we've seen that before where, you know, we didn't like it a prospect. And then, like you said, he got drafted higher. I won't say I didn't like CEH. I like CEH. I thought he was an excellent receiving back in college, and he, he was, but it just didn't translate to the pros. Um, no, and I'm talking about CEH specifically because know, but, we uh, did no, that. No. We did that draft with all the industry people, and yeah, you know, I know that's but, why. But think of a guy if you've been playing a long time, a guy like Bishop Sankey. Got <laughs> you know oh what I mean? Because God, he yeah. was the first running back drafted, so people were like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like Keyshawn Vaughn a couple years ago. We, not all of us, but some of us did it. We went, well, Keyshawn Vaughn, I mean, he got drafted a lot higher than I thought he would. I guess I guess he's good. I guess I, I should go ahead and draft him at the end of the first, which ended up being just a <laughs> god-awful idea. And Samaj P. Ryan, he's my favorite example of that because I think he was like a – fifth rounder or fourth rounder but he landed in washington i believe it was washington at the time and we were like the landing spot is great he's going to be great like, you know you know what's so funny was bishop sankey the year of mike evans uh, I, I don't know i think I he was right but it, say I, he I, was the year before well, he was the 2014 draft yeah because the reason i say that is because in my home league that's the reason i got mike evans was because i had the 102 and the guy who had the that's 101 smart. took bishop sankey oh, and, God, and to this day we still in group chats we post pictures of bishop sankey and everything when when this guy does some stuff and i don't know i was just yeah I, was, I, whenever i think of him i think of mike evans that's why <laughs> that was a class where if you just would have drafted wide receivers you you probably would have been okay i had the 102 and the 103 in that league that that year and i took mike evans and sammy Watkins. which at the time everybody was saying that was the greatest thing ever but sammy never paid out panned out but mike did you know trade alert oh yeah because you were talking about the picks and you actually made a trade for a very high pick Oh, I got an offer. I just want to see what the. Oh offer wait, is. so wait, you're doing trade alert. I thought you were doing it's the like trade that's on the he sheet. Just got it, yeah. Yeah, let's let's talk let's talk this through. All right, All I right. was offered. And then we'll go back to the one that's on the sheet where you got the really high pick. <laughs> All right, so so first things first, you should know this is a deep league. It's start thirteen. Um, my oh. quarterback room right now is Lamar Jackson and Trevor Lawrence. Uh huh. Um, Trevor. Yeah, I was offered uh, Matthew so Stafford. And the 111 for Lamar Jackson. Not enough, right? No, not even close. Especially if I just trashed no. this class. Yeah, no. <laughs> the 111? Unless you like scoring points from the fantasy position from arm only. Yeah. yeah. Arm only. No way. Uh, I would keep Lamar. Or from now, stages everywhere. I'll tell you what. He has some 2023 picks. Should I Should I try to get a 2023 first of Matthew Stafford for Lamar Jackson? I would, um, I would cut you and you're hunting like an extra year on your, on your interest rate. I, well, here's I the thing. So it's, it's a start 13. So I'm looking at his roster. So I'm looking at players I could get off of them. Um, uh, let's see. Do you have any other quarterbacks? No, no, uh, no, you don't. Trevor, Trevor. So you would have Trevor Lawrence Trevor. and Matthew Stafford instead of Trevor yeah. Lawrence and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. yeah can't do it. No, no. Yeah, I think you need to keep Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Fantasy points. Yep, yep. Lamar Jackson, you know what? That's one of those ones I'll have to make a move like, and I can't do it this year because he, he had a down season. Um, it's too bad you don't have Lamar Jackson and Matt Stafford, two good quarterbacks. But, you know, can't move <laughs> Lamar Jackson like that. Well, here's the thing. So my quarterback room is Trevor Lawrence. Um plays like we thought he was going to, uh, then you know, yeah. everything will be fine. Big, yeah. big if, buddy. Yeah, that's all. I just need him to be a generational quarterback. That's <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all. all. That's, that's all. a lot to ask. I mean, Is come it? on, <laughs> You know, I think, I think we joke about been doing this show for a decade when we haven't really, obviously. But I do think that if we 
<laughs> in a decade from now, we're still going to be talking about how much uh, Shane loved Trevor Lawrence that season because you went wanna, all in hey, last so year. Many, there are so many <laughs> Shane all in guys that it's just, yeah, but Trevor Lawrence was one. Our, our guys, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, I, I yeah, definitely threw some capital at man. <laughs> definitely threw some capital out. Capital we, we need to do that. We need to we need to do a, a check in show uh-huh. where we just talk simply about the guys we were all in on and the guys that we couldn't stand like over the past four years. Just see see where the needle is now on those guys because that would be a hell of a lot of fun. For yeah, us. that would be fun. I would like to do that. So see, let's go my back list to is the going to be all oh. varied though because you know I. <laughs> I, the next year, I'm like, all right, f- it. Mike, I want has this the, guy. Mike has the tape. Okay, we have the recordings. We know. I have everything. I have everything. Um, but right, so let's talk about. Wait, so I was couple, just, I was just trying to go on to the next thing, and I'm then you started. I'm trying to get used again. to hosting in case we ever kick you off. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I'll see you guys later. Goodbye. The only way we kick him off is if he happens to pass away, and that's not going to happen. Oh we'll God! Thank you, Junior. You <laughs> got to do the show. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna throw out koozies and hats and t-shirts. And this <laughs> you funeral. know, and it's funny you mentioned Junior. He keeps texting me because they just made some announcement here for this convention tomorrow. A new. They, you know what's cool? This convention here is ca- it's called Level Up Expo, but it's about gaming and anime mm-hmm. and stuff. So nice. there's there's Twitch streamers and stuff. So my son keeps texting me during this that they just made an announcement that two more streamers showed up or whatever but um my kids would love that shit too yeah it's it's gonna be fun here and and shane look if you want to uh uh take over just remember you'll also have to uh commission all the listener leagues too yeah so. you're gonna have to commission the listener leagues record edit edit like, I mean, I, there's you're no have... shortage of things to do <laughs> yeah so we'll just so we're joining safe leagues then. Just all the HQ <laughs> leagues will be in safe leagues. Something no one will want to be in them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be in them, but I'm going to host them. All right, let's hilarious. wrap up. I, I'd like to wrap up this combine talk, um, and we'll get into it after we just started. the combine, oh my God. actually. So, so no, all right. no, no. I, what so, I was going to say to you was you had said that there was a couple names you wanted to talk about. I was going to ask you to tell us about those names. And then we will either talk about that trade where you got a really high pick or we can save that for a different time. No, no, of course we'll talk about that. Okay. So then tell us these couple of names you had left. show. I know, but you wanted to take over. So go ahead. All right. So uh, I think (laughs) there's a wide receiver, me and Jeremy both like, I think we're excited to see test. um, And we're hoping for good things because we want to, um, we want to like them because his, his production po- profile is really good in college. And we think athletically he'll be pretty good. We got to see how he tests. 100%. Are you talking about David Bell? That's it. That's the man. Yeah. David yep. Bell. Because that's not like the first name off most people's lips when they're talking about the wide receivers in this class. I am really excited about the wide receivers in this class. And like you said, seeing him and you know others too at the combine, seeing what they do to kind of differentiate themselves here and there. And the drills and whatever, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, he's a he's a good one, high on my list, buddy. Yeah, because I imagine people are going to be drafting. Uh, what's his name? Drake London, like one oh five, one oh six. That dude, yeah, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, Drake London, really highly ranked. But, even and, George Pickens in some lists, oof. and then right then. Yeah, like I, I and look, I love George Pickens, but the dude didn't produce his last year and a half because he was injured. So, and he's a yep. knucklehead. Um, 
Yeah, he's not higher than David Bell for me. No, but like people that want to draft Jake London and let me get David Bell like five picks later, I'm fine with that because I don't want to draft Drake London because he can't get away from anyone. Like I don't think he could separate yeah. from me. I'll tell you what, you know who, honestly, I would, I want to like Drake London more. And there are people that think he's, if not the best overall wide receiver in this class, but right up there with Traylon Burks. It's because I remember guys like Laquan Treadwell. I remember guys, jump ball guys that like, oh, he can get the 50-50 ball, but doesn't offer a lot anywhere else. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside was that kind of player, too. Honestly, I I was really surprised Arcega Whiteside failed so badly, but yeah, no way. Um, I have Drake London above any of the guys we've just mentioned and referenced. You know, just in passing just now. No way. He's definitely down the list, and it's because of that. Fifty fifty guys are kind of a dying breed. I mean, if they're As really they good, be. okay, but. Yeah. <laughs> Um, before we do, my dogs are barking. Shane's ambulance is I know. going. I'm on the fifty fourth floor, so it's definitely not coming from my room. Listen, before we do sh- talk about Shane's trade real quick, because then we're going to wrap everything up. I want to ask you one thing, Sh- Jeremy. Shane's been saying over and over again that if it's past the like one point oh four, then he's he's gone. But you just said that you're really high on the wide receivers. So if you're really high yeah. on the wide receivers, how low down from one oh one are you okay with then? Uh, really, honestly, I think if you have a top 10 pick, 10? if I have a top 10 pick, I'm confident that I'm going to get a really good player. Like not, not even worrying at all uh, oh, that, okay. Oh my God, this class is shallow. It, this class is shallow or something like that, especially in super flex, because then you're looking at a, a couple of quarterbacks, maybe a few quarterbacks. There's enough wide receivers to fill the rest of that in. Um, Running backs, I think, in this class, you kind of could – well, you definitely could wait on other, uh, after the top one or two guys. I mean, for instance, one of my favorite guys in this class, and I think he doesn't remind me of Kareem Hunt in his ability exactly, but the same kind of MO, Sincere McCormick from University of Texas at San Antonio. I've been following him for a long time. Smaller school prospect. No reason if he gets drafted even at like 5'9", what is it, like 205 or whatever. You know, isn't that like Thurman Thomas size? <laughs> but yeah. that's a throwback. But like very good at catching the football, um, which and running between the tackles. Um, a la Kareem Hunt um, grew up the same kind of way, always playing since Pee Wee football, running back. Um, you know, maybe not on the same level, but if you draft him, and it might not even be the first round that you need to do it at this point you're going to come away with a player that you're happy with. I think there's a lot of that in this draft class where landing spot's going to matter. Like if Sincere McCormick went to uh, Kansas City, I would not not with the first running back pick in the first round, but you know at some point I would be excited about him taking the lead job. So there are players that I have um, looked at for years, and I'm not talking about bias. Like, you know, um, I, I can't. You know, I have take lock and I just can't get off of it. But players that I still think have a shot, but the wide receivers, you don't even have to do that with there. I could name at least eight wide receivers I would be happy to have on my team. And then you throw in a couple of quarterbacks, uh, you know, a, a tight end that I think might be worthy of going. Well, definitely worthy of going in the first round. And I think this class shakes out a little bit better than the naysayers are kind of maintaining. Cool. So I think it'll be interesting. We are going to do another one of our industry mock drafts. Uh, We have a few people lined up. We're going to try to get 
you know, close to everybody that we had last year and the year before. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they feel about this class too when we do do that. Um, before we wrap everything up, though, do do. But right, real quick before we do do. Before we move on, I, I do want to see. I'm excited to see Kyron Williams and Tyler uh, Algeria. Okay. Algeria. I can't. Yeah, those running backs. Running yeah, backs, yeah. I, I agree with you. Seeing them in in the because um, we didn't say in the at the combine and yeah. we said wide receivers like you know David Bell is a guy I'm excited to see. Um, Max Borky's going to be there. Your boy. Um, see what he does, and I think he might do pretty well. Really, I, I don't know. I think His invite well must there. have went, he must have been invited like two years ago, <laughs> and they, they just didn't rescind it. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm really excited. Nice. Uh, you know, I'm I'm excited about about the wide receivers in this class more than yeah. anything. I think the running backs will shake out like normal, but yeah, I mean, tight ends. You know, there, there's one in particular that I think is going to get drafted, you know, really high, and I think that uh, <laughs> I, it's. I, I'm surprised they're even having the combine. Remember, we didn't even know they were going to have it. Yeah, we didn't. Well, think they yeah. So there was something last week, or was it this week? I don't know. It's been a long fucking couple weeks. Um, when the the agents were talking about boycotting it because they weren't going to have uh, the players weren't going to be allowed to have their support staff there, but they came to some agreement and they they're, they're all good now. Draft uh, Jalen Wiedermeyer, tight end, Texas a <laughs> and I'm done. No. <laughs> Wait, I was going to go towards Shade's trade, but Jeremy, you don't have to say it that fast. Who did you just say tight end? What was the name? Jalen, Jalen Wiedermeyer, tight end. Oh, you you need to draft, you need to draft him, uh, get him on your list. Tight end from Texas A&M. I think he's the best one in this class. If he's not in your first round, screw you. (laughs) All right. Well, so we did have this one trade that we were going to talk about and then we'll wrap everything up here. Um, Shane made a trade. It's this funny. is the first trade I've made in two weeks. Oh my no god! Way. But it's I've funny made though because like three it, or four. It, it makes this whole show wrap into a big circle because it's on one side there's a quarterback like we were talking about, and then on the other side are two very very high draft picks. So it's interesting to see the mentality of how this trade went down. And Jeremy, just to let you know, Shane made this trade. Yes, but it's in the league where it's Dynasty Trades HQ that made the trade. So oh, technically yeah. you. You guys, too, you, we did it too. Oh, this we, is an we, HQ we made two. a trade, guys. <laughs> HQ2, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did I not run this trade by you? Tim? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's fine. <laughs> so tell I us about it. the trade. What happened? All right. So we made this with our dude, Kyle Sandra. Sandra says, check him out on the Twitters. Um, he's a podcast extraordinaire as well. Full oh press fantasy football. Um, I'm tired. I, I jumbled all those words up, but check out my boy uh, Center says on Twitter. Um, so, and it's funny because I traded for this player from him last year, but <laughs> I traded him <laughs> Joe Barrow and Corey Davis. Corey Davis, and, another one of your dudes. Yep. And we got the, uh, we, we got the, as we discussed, we got the uh, 2022 101, 2022 105. Yes, um, 2023 second and Deontay Harris. And the only reason we got Deontay Harris is because he couldn't take the trade. He had to give yeah, one more player. Unloading give a player. Us, give us a player. <laughs> and I looked at his list and I said, man, Deontay Harris. <laughs> right, the, o- the only question I have for you is what quarterbacks do we have there? Oh, um, right. Yeah. Because 101. Right, going to be taking a quarterback. Yeah, one one hundred one is definitely going to be Malik Willis. Let's just say that. Um, what's this? What's like HQ two? Yeah, I was just because when I saw this, you know, I I think it's kind of cool because you got these two top 
the 101 and the 105. So you're going to get two top guys. But I was oh. just wondering, oh, no. He just said, oh, does that mean you didn't even look at what quarterback? No, no, no. I definitely did. It's just our quarterback room needs some help. Let's just say that. It's, uh, well, it's you're Carson adding Wentz. Tyrod Taylor, too. With it's Carson, Carson Wentz. That's it? <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, there's there's Carson Chase Wayne. Daniel, Jeff Driscoll. Well, how Jacob are we supposed Eason, to know that? You're not saying Colt any of the McCoy, names. Colt McCoy. There's Cooper Rush. <laughs> Colt McCoy. There's like, yeah. at least two of those players had positive fantasy hell? points last year. Um, three so, of those quarterbacks did not. So you traded away our only starting quarterback. <laughs> Look, I did, and we got the 101 and the 105. Yeah, Let me so just say, that's this fine. Team, this team, did it win last year? Did it make the finals? It I definitely think you was did really playoffs. well with it. We we approved this message. We were we were the one seed, I believe. Somehow, I don't know how. Looking at this roster, um, but this 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 roster definitely needs some work, man. Here's the thing: it I does now too. Yeah, yeah. The, I, it, I lean, it does again. You had a great quarterback, and you traded him away for Tyrod Taylor. I don't know that we had a great quarterback. I still don't no. know. Yeah. I still don't, don't know, know that what Malik Barrow, Lewis is yet either. No, Who but I to be Lamar Jackson or Tyrod Taylor. Uh, definitely closer to Lamar Jackson based oh, on that trade. Right. I love him, but I don't know. I don't know. But Joe Barrow, I don't know. I feel like uh, you know Justin has trashed him so much in our in our in our patron group chat. Um, yeah. Go join. But he, he keeps bringing up a good point. Joe Burrow had like two good games last year before the playoffs. That was it. That was it. Look, he was, I, he was solid, but he wasn't he wasn't all world. He wasn't a top tier elite quarterback. And obviously, you know that's just one year sample. And he looked Malik great Willis in his rookie is. year. Right. Yeah, I'm but you know saying. what? You know what Shane can do because I've seen him do it. He could turn that one hundred and five into a starting quarterback. Well, so need, I, I think he might need to draft. One with both picks since he's taking Willis number Wait, one. Get another one at five. Here's the problem: one of we could put one hundred five together with Carson Wentz, uh-huh. um, and no one will care about Carson. Wentz. No, they That's won't. Not going to help us at all. So then hold so, on to Carson Wentz because nobody I'm will give a shit. Just playing devil's advocate. Joe Burrow is like the best basketball team, basketball player on his team, just like Justin Herbert. But the we're best not player basketball. on every team he was ever on, just like Justin Herbert. And so, like you know, got his knee banged up. He's just this you know vanilla looking quarterback, except that. You know, he's put up a lot of points and, you know, passes to I just I'm surprised you're willing to give him away. I think you came back with enough assets to make it OK. But then when you told me who you were planning to draft with a one on one now, now, so now I'm scratching my head, man. I don't I mean, I don't know. Wait, not, we think we're going to draft Willis. Kenny Pickett. <laughs> I, listen, man, I'm not trying to get Tyrod Taylor on my team when I already have Joe Burrow. Well, I, just because I don't know what those guys are going to I feel be. like we should have discussed this before I made this trade for us. <laughs> I think we should have. Maybe we should have. But you got a lot of picks. You got a lot of firepower. I don't hate it. <laughs> but the other thing, too, he could also move the 101 for a meaty yeah. sack of players, you know? So, yeah, yeah, let, yeah. yeah let's. <laughs> a meaty sack. <laughs> I, I, I would definitely trade that 101 for multiple picks. We'll see what we'll see what happens. We got we got time before the draft. Way. And like like Mike said, the combines next week, then the draft. Yeah. This this draft, the rookie draft will be after the NFL draft. Maybe somebody will come all over themselves on a quarterback. <laughs> They'll be like, hey Shane, are we gonna road trip it out to Vegas to hang with Mike for the draft? You have tonight? to freaking no, yeah, rent, rent a freaking van and for the draft. Out there, the bunch of us. You gotta come out, out here. There. It's gonna be fun. Plus, Pat, you know, we just did Pat's show. Pat's gonna be here too. There's gonna be a lot of cool people here. He can, he can drive with us. 
Yeah. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Thanks for listening. Uh, hey, Shane, tell everybody about our Patreon account. Uh, go join our patron <laughs> for the chat. Uncensored episodes. Uh Bonus written content. Sometimes you get fun things like uh, I made a bunch of notes that I ended up not using for the Fantasy Pros podcast. And uh, I said, well, I, I put work in. I'm going to give this to someone. And so I shared it with our patrons. A bunch yeah. of just, just a bunch of notes I made on the 2021 rookies. Um, but, yeah, no, definitely you get some swag. Jeremy's getting T-shirt sizes from folks now. Um, sometimes I send you koozies. Sometimes I send you stickers. Sometimes I send you both. And sometimes they come back to me, uh, return mail because I don't put enough posts on them. But Jeremy, but did we least, stop letting him send things out? I thought yeah, we did. Well, we, we tried. Yeah. I have a least, whole box of shit. And at least 60% hit rate on stuff I mail out. <laughs> So. That's comforting. <laughs> I, I do like when he was sending out the stickers, and some people got one, some people got ten. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> I got just <laughs> look. How's that when I, I don't know. When I started, everyone was getting nice, even amounts, and I was looking at the tiers, and I was like, okay, this person should get this many. And then by the end of it, <laughs> I was like, this is like the fiftieth envelope of filling out. Like I just like by like halfway through, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like you're getting all these stickers. It was like, like a I just Valentine funny. in with mine. I had yeah, like stickers, a koozie, and there's like a weird kids' Valentine yeah. thing. I in stuffed it. like three koozies in one person's. I was just like, I just wanted to run what, out of stuff. What's funny is that the guy in Denmark got his shit, but a dude in Michigan was like, Where's my stuff? Well, you remember me? I got mine way after you got yours. There's one guy, um, and he ended up never getting it. Um, <laughs> Because I uh, have to leave the patrons. But, um, he manages a mail room. He doesn't work in there. Give him yeah. a break. I sent um I sent him this I sent him like three times and it came back each time. I was like, oh what my the god. F-? Like God does not want you to have that? this. Oh my god. Well, not god. enough any of the times. Not enough any. That's why it kept coming back. <laughs> All right. Well so listen, go join our patron. Go check us out on <laughs> Hey, support our friends at Campus to Canton and use promo code HQ. Yeah, hey, it's we, in the mail. <laughs> we have another sponsor coming up, I think, by next week, too. So, um, yeah. And then also uh, check us out on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check us out on iTunes at Dynasty Trades HQ and sure. on YouTube. I don't know why I always like stumble when I try to say check us out on YouTube, but we do have <laughs> episodes on YouTube as well. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And if you're in Las Vegas, come to the Level Up Expo. We're going to have a blast this weekend. So uh, say goodbye, everybody. Take care. We'll see you next time. Say goodbye, Shane. Goodbye, Shane. <laughs>